Hi friends, welcome to the Partnership Podcast, exploring gospel partnership and generosity in the Bible, alongside stories of support raising from around our fellowship. We pray you'll be encouraged by it. Hi everyone and welcome to our third episode of Season 2 of the Partnership Podcast and thanks Phil again for joining me for this chat. Hello everyone, thank you again. Uh, so today we're going to talk about Romans 15, 22 to 33, which is Paul's partnership request of the Roman church. Let's pray together before Phil reads it for us. Uh, Lord, our God, we ask that you might give us some of the joy and refreshment and encouragement that Paul had when he anticipated his visit to the Roman church. And we ask you to convict us of the interrelated nature of material and spiritual blessings and of our deep need for earnest prayer for our ministries. Please encourage us today as we listen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's read Romans 15. We're going to begin at verse 22. This is why I have often been hindered from coming to you. But now that there is no more place for me to work in these regions, and since I've been longing for many years to visit you, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. I hope to see you while passing through and to have you assist me on my journey there, after I've enjoyed your company for a while. Now, however, I'm on my way to Jerusalem in the service of the Lord's people there. For Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the Lord's people in Jerusalem. They were pleased to do it, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in the Jews' spiritual blessings, they owe it to the Jews to share with them their material blessings. So after I've completed this task and have made sure that they have received this contribution, I will go to Spain and visit you on the way. I know that when I come to you, I'll come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. I urge you, brothers and sisters, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. I pray that I may be kept safe from the unbelievers in Judea and that the contribution I take to Jerusalem may be favorably received by the Lord's people there, so that I may come to you with joy by God's will and in your company be refreshed. The God of peace be with you all. Amen. Mm. Well, I think often this passage is not always even understood as a passage relevant to support raising or partnership, but it's that word particularly in verse 24. I think, Phil, Mm. your translation, the NIV says, assist on my journey. Assist me, yeah. Yeah, assist me. Um, And the NRSV says to be sent on by you. And that Mm. that word, um, propempo, um, actually has a, a, it's really unhelpfully translated often in English. Um, but in John Stott in um, his BST commentary on Romans says that a verb translated assist seems already to have become an almost technical Christian term for helping missionaries on their way. Mm. It undoubtedly meant more than good wishes and a valedictory prayer though. In most cases, it also involved supplying them with provisions and money and sometimes providing them as well with an escort to accompany them at, them at least part of the way. So the dictionary de- definition of propempo is mm. 
to help ones on one's journey with food, money, by arranging for companions, means of travel, etc. Yeah. And that's from um, BDAG. Um, so I just think often we miss the fact mm. that Paul here is actually saying, <laughs> will you be my financial supporters when I go yeah. to Spain? But I don't think the Romans <laughs> would have missed that. No, no, I don't think they would have because, yeah, it's coming at the end here when Paul's kind of, yep, pragmatically looking at all his, um, all the bits and pieces that he needs. And he's just been <laughs> talking about this um, contribution, financial contribution to Jerusalem. So I, he's also thinking about money going here and he's also thinking about money. And as he said, it's not just money he's after. He's after people. Paul's a people person. He wants a team to go with him and he's going to grab some people from Romans and get because they'll know the area a lot more than he will and get and train them up on the way to Spain I'm sure Paul's that kind of person um but that mm. that word that word um it reminds me I love the passage in 3 John it always comes to my mind uh we often don't think about 3 John as a uh partnership kind of letter but it's great and it talks I think about um missionaries there and it uses the same verb um mm. I think uh i think verse six um maybe verse eight um that section there in three john um it talks about sending them on the way and yeah using that same Mm. idea of whatever they need to keep them going on the journey um to keep them going out yeah Um, there's so there's actually a number of times i think in the new testament where that word comes up Yep. And uh, we just don't really see it in the English because it gets translated in a whole bunch of different ways. But I think it was really significant. Yep. So they're asking, uh, well, Paul's asking here for assistance, right? So mm. that's that going on the background here and what he's kind of wanting here. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, it's really clear in the passage uh, when you said he's a people person, mm. he just has such a great anticipation that it's going to be a great experience going and visiting this potential support church and spending yes. time with them, talking about his journey and gathering the resources and things he's going to need. He says in verse 24 that he's going to enjoy their company mm. for a little while. And yep. down in um, verse 32, he talks about how he expects to be to come with joy and to be refreshed in their company. And we yeah. know um, from Romans 1 that he thinks it'll be mutually encouraging. And I just think yes. that's one of the best pictures of what a partnership church visit could look like, um, just with mm. that sense of joy and fellowship and refreshment. Absolutely. Um, mutually encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. I think <laughs> that's so true. Um, and we should be looking to receive joy and encouragement from those we partner with. Um, yep. It's not just about an exchange of finances. It's actually, yeah, a true gospel partnership goes much deeper than that. It's about a relational um, and a friendship in many ways. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. yet I think really interesting in this passage, the sense um of obligation that sometimes comes out mm. in that kind of relationship. So I, I find it endlessly interesting that um, he's talking about going to Spain and how they, he wants them to support him on the way in verse 24. And yep. it comes back to that idea in 28, how he's going to 
go on to Spain by way of them. But in yes. between, he kind of interrupts himself to talk about his current project, which also mm. has to do with money, as you said, um, which is taking the contribution um, from the Macedonians and Archaeans. I think we read about in 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. Yep. He's taking it to Jerusalem and wants to share it. And the interesting thing is he, he talks about how the Gentiles actually owe um, mm. a, a material gift to the saints in Jerusalem, which is just, again, like our last discussion about rights in 1 Corinthians yes. 8 to 9, that language of obligation or of owing is really strong here. Um, and I think Paul's been talking about how he's been ministering from Jerusalem right around to Illyricum, and he's only, like, he's almost finished his ministry there. There's nothing else to do. He's um, fully proclaimed the good news there. But the one thing that's still outstanding mm. is that almost that the spiritual blessings have gone out and the ministry is not kind of complete or mature mm. or finished there until the material blessings have come back in. Yes. Um, and that the Gentiles ought to be of service to the uh, saints in material things. Mm. Um yeah, just interesting. I don't know if he put it in the middle of that request so that the Romans could feel inspired by the mm. generosity of the Macedonians and the Archaeans or if they could see some of that obligation that's there. Um, obviously, Paul's request yeah. for money here is for mission and for another yes. group of people in Spain. Um, yes. Yeah, but there's some interesting themes coming out there. There's... I. I find Romans such a fantastic letter. Like a lot of people, and quite rightly, look at the doctrine rich. But it's really <clears throat> Paul seeking the, the Jewish believers and the Gentile believers to be one in the mission of God and the heart of God and so fully understand the gospel in order to go out with that same gospel. It's a very missional letter, just as a, a missological letter, as well as a mm. partnership letter. And it's really interesting. It's kind of like what they say. If you know that someone's heart has been transformed through the gospel, then it will be reflected of Jesus' heart. It will be generous. It will be giving, self-sacrificially giving. And so I guess it makes perfect sense that if you have been changed spiritually, you'll be like God. And so you'll be this self-sacrificial generosity. And if greed was your idol... Uh, as it is the idol of so many of us, then that ought to be the number one spot which we should be giving up for God. And so it makes perfect sense that, um, yeah, it's reflected in a generous, grace-filled giving um, as mm. reflected by a heart changed by the gospel. So, yeah, But it's yeah. strongly in this O, oh, yeah, which obligation, which is really, yeah, it's... It's really strong, like we saw last time. Strong language with right, mm. strong language with his obligation or they owe it. Yeah. 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 And that yeah. flow, the connected flow of spiritual blessings going out and material blessings coming back. Mm. Um, and we need to manage that carefully so that that's not um, perceived as exploitative or anything yep. like that. But I think um, it's a very clear biblical theme that comes out. And I, I know some of our staff have sometimes thought about this in the context of like our graduates who've received mm. and benefited from the ministry, actually reading this passage with them and helping them mm. to see that, you know, that um, there is a sense in which there's a goodness, a rightness, 
maybe yep. an obligation sometimes to um to give back to that ministry and to yeah. help others to benefit from it as they have i think it's a good thing i think that's a very good thing yeah that's right mm. yeah mm. so we've looked at his purpose we've looked at people but there's another p there <laughs> there's about prayer right <laughs> Such a preacher. Um, yeah, I think that, yeah, that note of prayer, like it's such strong language. Um, I think in the NIV you had the, I urge you, but mm. in the NRSV he says, I appeal to you by yeah. our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit to join me in earnest prayer to God on my behalf. Like it's such a yep. um, an urgent sense of the importance of prayer mm. here. Um, yep. And I think uh, it's really good for us to keep, Checking how earnestly or how eager we seek, how eagerly we seek prayer from our partners. It's really easy mm. to. There's there's no spreadsheet that kind of has a bottom line that tells you, oh, you've got <laughs> this many people praying for you this week. But to really be um, encouraged and um, compelled by Paul's desire for prayer, mm. and to think about how, what are the things that we can do when we're writing prayer letters or when we're in communication with our partners to encourage people to pray i think mm. um less and less of our partners naturally know how to pray and so yes. thinking about how can we encourage them in that and equip them to be able to join us in earnest prayer for our ministries mm. Mm. yep and there's yeah paul says here quite a bit about the kind of prayer to make but yeah some of it's about um being favorably received, especially like we've been talking about this financial contribution and he wants it, verse mm. 31 there, to be favorably received, which is just, yeah, I don't think he had a lack of self-confidence, but he could just see that this is significant, um, how we choose to willingly give up our finances and where we choose to invest in them um, will determine not only our hearts, but, yeah, it will really be reflected. So I think he, he wanted the Jerusalem church to accept these gifts, which they end up doing so, to as an element of yeah Christian unity, but also as an acceptance that the gospel has been received in the hearts and lives of the Gentile churches. So Yeah, and it is a full expression of kind of a, a, of mature fellowship, I think, that yes, there's that yes. willingness to give and receive. And I mean, lots of our staff actually struggle more to be the, on the receiving end. Mm. And so <laughs> that prayer that the Jerusalem yes. church would be willing to receive the gift of support and that there's a stance of humility that needs mm. to be taken to be able to receive um, support like that, financial yes. support and an acceptance of fellowship. And I think, um, yeah, that, that can be a really good prayer that we'd, that we'd find those kind of gifts acceptable. Mm. to give or to ask for. Yes. Um, I think one of the main things that I'd love to see happen with this passage in our movement is to see us just being encouraged by Paul's attitude to mm. his partners. And I think when we're approaching a partnership visit with a church, you could do a lot worse than spend some time with Paul here and mm. um, just soaking up his joy and anticipation of that. We talked about it before, but I think that's yep. just a really lovely takeaway from this passage absolutely shall i pray for us now that sounds great thank you phil okay yeah heavenly father giver of all good gifts we praise you 
for this passage and we praise you for Paul and we praise you for our lives um, knowing you. Um, we just pray, Father, that from what we've learned here, that our that we too will uh, seek to mutually bless one another and give back to ministries that have blessed us. Um, we also pray too that as we go through um, talking about this passage and sharing it with those who might partner with us or our grads, that we would um, yeah allow you to work in their hearts and we pray that we might keep coming back to you in that prayerful dependence on you, uh, for you're the one who provides uh, for all our needs, not just our physical, material needs, but um, yeah, beyond that too. And we thank you for the Lord Jesus who gives us uh, spiritual life with you. And yeah, I just want to end praying about the joy that's here. And may we be refreshed in this ministry of partner, partnering with those um, who seek to support and encourage us. And yeah, may we receive joy in um, seeing these partnership vignettes through your word. And yeah, may we receive the joy that comes with being in full right relationship with you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining me, Phil. And thanks everyone for listening. And we'll be back next time with some more partnership encouragement. Bye for now.